Welcome to Retirement Matters with Dale Smothers. Dale is the founder and president of R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, South Central Kentucky's premier retirement planning firm. Dale holds a master's degree in business management with an emphasis in finance and has the retirement income professional certification. Dale is a trusted voice to families across the great state of Kentucky and a regular contributor to many local media publications. Now, here's Retirement Matters with Dale Smothers. Hello and welcome. You are listening to Retirement Matters. This is a show for folks who are fed up with outdated financial advice and for those who are looking to retire while worrying less about the stock market and more about living life the way they have always wanted. I'm Dale Smothers and it is my goal to give you the information you need to save money, plan well, and live happy in retirement. Happy Saturday to you. I hope you are doing well and that you are ready to start discussing retirement matters this weekend, the last weekend before Christmas. So if you have not got all of your shopping done, make sure you get that done very soon. You've got just a few more days to get some last-minute shopping in. If you are listening to us and you're on your way to get some of those last-minute items for Christmas, we appreciate you tuning in and want to thank you for listening to our show Maybe this is the first time you've ever heard our show. Maybe you're a regular. But what we do here is we make sure that you understand how you can build a retirement plan that allows you to walk away from the worrying of the stock market. A lot of times, retirees will worry, almost worry themselves to death, at least to the point where they live what we call a what-if retirement. A what-if retirement is where you can't truly live your full ability of life in retirement because you're scared. You can't spend the money you want to spend or the amount of time in vacation or in these spots that you have always dreamed of being in simply because you're afraid of running out of money. That what-if retirement is called a what-if retirement because it's full of these questions. What if the Fed chairman raises interest rates? What if the stock market goes the wrong direction? What if uh, you know we go to war with a, a different country and the stocks plummet? What if we live in a prolonged 2008 type environment. What do I do then? So, because of that, you hold on to this money. You have all of these dreams, all of these ambitions of, you know, as a retiree, maybe you know you're going to be joining the country club that you've always wanted, or you know you're going to be traveling the world, or you know that you're going to be buying a boat, the boat that you've always been looking for, the new car. And so, what you end up doing is you live this what if retirement. You never buy that boat, you never join the country club, you never travel the world. What happens is you live in that what if retirement, you don't spend your money, you don't spend your money, and you don't spend your money. Then you die. When you die, all the money gets passed on to your kids, guess what they do? They go buy the boat, they go tour the world, and they go join the country club. I want you to have the freedom to spend the money you need to in retirement. The money that you have accumulated, we build a plan that you can spend that without worrying about running out of money due to the stock market performance. If that's something you'd be interested in, give us a call at 270-600-PLAN. My firm, R.D. Smothers Wealth Management, we're a team of professionals ready to help you build the retirement that you've always dreamed of, the retirement that you've always looked forward to having. If you're five to 10 years from retirement, making sure that that investment is not at risk of losing the principle that you're putting into place. Now, obviously, investments come with risk, but we work with certain products that give us guarantees of income. We work with investments that generate income even in downturned markets. And because of that, we can build this plan for you 
And a retirement plan, honestly, I'm talking about income, but the income in retirement is only one piece of the puzzle. Knowing how you get your income comes from the investment plan. Being able to make sure that you are maximizing your Social Security income is obviously a part of the income plan. And then we talk a lot about health care because health care expenses are and they will be one of the largest expenses in your retirement. If you live long enough, health care will be expensive. Whether it's because your health fails you or you live so long that you end up in a nursing home. We put plans together to make sure that if you do end up in some sort of nursing home facility or assisted living facility, that the farm is not stripped away from you because you have to pay for those things. We put plans in place to make sure that we are able to make those transitions without having financial burdens. We also like to think about uh, this other part of the plan called taxes, because taxes are extremely important. It doesn't matter how much money you bring home, it's how much money you get to keep. You're all in a partnership with the IRS, and most of the times we like to try and buy out that partner as cheap as possible. And lastly, we discuss this legacy plan, all wrapped up into our retirement atlas, which is our proprietary process that we put each client through. So we discuss a lot about income on the show, but there's a lot more to retirement planning than just income. However, income is perhaps the most important because retirement without income is not retirement. You're just unemployed. All right, this weekend, what I want to talk to you, oh, one last time, 270-600-PLAN. I would like to get that number in there one more time just to make sure that if you do need some help, you know who to call. What I'd like to talk about this weekend is this idea of investing versus speculating. Now, we've talked about this in, in shows past. I know over the course of this year, we've talked a lot about this word speculation and what it means to try and speculate on a stock as opposed to investing in a stock. They both entail you buying the stock. It's just the reason behind your purchase of that stock. Are you buying the stock in hopes that it goes up, not truly understanding the ins and outs of the company? If that's the case, you're probably speculating as opposed to investing. One of the ways that I want you to think about investing is this idea that if you had the ability to start that business, start the business of doing what that company does, for instance, if you invest in Nike, if you had the ability to start making Nike shoes, would you do it? If you had the ability to open a Nike store, do you feel that there would be enough people coming to your store to be successful? Yes or no? If the answer is no, but you still buy the stock because you think Nike's going to go up, you're probably speculating. If you believe in Nike's mission, and you know that Nike will be around and it will be used for a long period of time, and I'm just using Nike as an example. Use anything. GE, um, Ford, Caterpillar, you name it. Coca-Cola, whatever it may be. UPS. Those companies that you all know, if you had the ability to own a piece of that business, would you buy it because you believe in the company and because you know that it's going to be around for a long period of time? Or would you buy it simply because you know you can turn around and make a quick profit on it? If it's making a quick profit, you're speculating. 
If it's because you believe in the company you're investing, that's probably the easiest way to boil it down. As an advisor to a lot of retirees and those who are close to retirement, I like to downplay this idea of speculating. When you talk about day trading or trading in the stock market, when you turn on CNBC, you've got a lot of speculators on the air. Speculation sales. Speculation is like fear in the stock market. It sells. What we like to hear about is how we're going to make that quick buck, how we're going to turn $100,000 into $200,000 in a matter of just a few days. Everybody likes to hear about that. And trust me, it's possible. We've had a lot of success in the last six to eight months of making high returns for clients. You know, a lot of advisors have. But what we have been able to do in the long run is make sure that we're investing with the long term in mind. We don't like to speculate for those who are close to retirement because speculation can oftentimes go the wrong direction. You can guess that a stock's going up, but in reality it goes down. And when it goes down, it goes down big. And because of that, you lose a lot of money. That's where a lot of times the stock market gets its bad rap. People go into it with the wrong expectations. I want to tell you a story. Actually, this story comes to me from a a client now, a prospective client at the time that we were talking. They told me this story about their brother, and this client's from out of state, so uh, you know, pretty pretty far away from here. So unless you're listening to this on podcast, there's a good chance that you won't know this guy. You know, this gentleman. I was sitting in his office, and I went out to see him. He had come to me from a referral. He told me he was looking for an advisor who could help him in retirement. And when I asked him what he was hoping he would gain from an advisor, he told me, I'll tell you what I don't want. I'll tell you what I, what I don't want my advisor to do. I don't want my advisor to chase the hottest trends. And I thought that was pretty interesting from a client because it sounds as if he maybe was saying that from experience. So I asked him to maybe shine a little bit of light on that. What do you mean? How, why are you saying that? What is, what's that coming from? It sounds like it's coming from a place of experience. If you wouldn't mind, tell me a little bit more about that statement. And he began to tell me this story that was almost so tragic, it seemed as if he was making it up. Uh, but you could tell by the emotion that he wasn't. He began by telling me about his brother, who at 18 years old, went into his college freshman semester and flunked out of every class that he took. He was not a college boy, this this client, his brother. He was definitely not cut out for college, but he had a work ethic. He talked his parents into giving him a very small loan not like a Donald Trump small loan, I'm talking like a a really small loan, to go and buy a dump truck. And he dropped out of school. His parents believed in this boy so much that he gave him, I think he told me that his parents gave him about $10,000 to go out and buy a dump truck and some equipment. And he began to basically build this landscaping business. And from landscaping, he went into garbage pickup. He built this business with $10,000. In just a few short years, he had one of the largest landscaping businesses in this city. It was a pretty pretty large city. 
He was doing very well. And then all of a sudden, this even larger company comes into town and wants his clientele to the tune of $18 million. They offered this young man at the age of 32 now to purchase the business. He went from a college dropout to $18 million. Now, keep in mind, this is my client's brother that he's telling me about. And I'm sitting here listening to the story and thinking, wow, this this guy, you know, he, he's he's got a really rich brother. The whole time, remember, he's trying to tell me what he doesn't want in an advisor. So at 32, his his brother sells the business, $18 million. At the beginning of the year 2000, I believe it is, he sells for $18 million in his early 30s. He's got two kids and a, a wife, a beautiful family. They have recently moved, knowing that their business was going to sell. They bought a nice home. They went out and started looking for financial advisors. Just so happened that this young man, his uh, one of his friends, his college friend, uh, who went on to be the captain of the college football team, had just started doing financial advising. He went out and said, hey, I'm a financial advisor, hung up a shingle, and began to sell stocks. This is the year 2000. He takes this money, $18 million, to his friend who is an advisor and says, invest this money for me. I want to live on it for the rest of my life. $18 million, I should be able to make that money work. You know, We live a modest lifestyle. We don't need a lot of money. See what you can do with it. Well, if you know much about the year 2000, you know that wasn't a very good year to start investing. Um, this young advisor who didn't have much experience comes out and he starts buying the hottest stocks out. And at that time, there were a lot of IPOs. Everything was technology. Everything was, you know, uh, very up and coming. You know, the newest and greatest thing was always hitting the market. IPOs. And and that's basically the initial public offering. They were selling like hotcakes. There were companies that hadn't even really, had nothing more than just a website. And they were coming to the initial public offering markets and going through the roof. The stock market was booming. Booming until it bust. At the time of 2000-2001, when this crash is taking place, this client's brother calls his advisor and says, hey, how's my $18 million doing? The advisor has to break the news to him that he's lost just about everything that he has invested. In less than a year, his $18 million account goes to a little over $3 million. The gentleman is so distraught that he sells out of his positions. And a lot of the companies that he had bought had went bankrupt. Uh, We are at the bottom of the barrel, essentially. If you remember 2000, 2001, even into 2002, that's what we call the dot-com crash. This gentleman had invested his $18 million with his friend, who he thought knew what he was doing, but he had very little experience, and he had lost it all. On top of that, he had a tax bill from the IRS that was due for an $18 million capital gain. This gentleman went from $18 million to broke in a matter of less than a year. This gentleman actually decided he was going to try and commit suicide. And what he ended up doing was he took a dump truck. 
I don't know if it was a dump truck that he still had or if it was a dump truck that he borrowed. And he drove that dump truck. The police report says it reached speeds of over 100 miles per hour directly down the hill. No brakes, no sign of trying to stop directly into a rock wall. This man was trying to take his own life, trying to collect the life insurance that he had bought for his family. He was unsuccessful. And today, he is a vegetable. Um, he's in his, you know, 50s, late 50s. And uh, this client who I'm working with now is looking across the table at me saying, I do not want you to chase the highest return. I don't want you to chase the hottest stock. Because I'm dealing with a brother now who depends on us all because his advisor essentially decided to chase the hottest stock. See, his advisor was speculating. His advisor wasn't advising. His advisor was gambling. As a retiree, you know, as a 30-year-old, realistically, if, if I'm talking about a 30-year-old, which is what this gentleman was, as a 30-year-old, yeah, you've got time to, quote-unquote, gamble with some money. Maybe, maybe R.D. Smothers Wealth Management's not the place for you, because we're not going to gamble with your money. We're going to set up an investment plan. But this gentleman at 30, he wasn't looking for double-digit returns. He needed steady, consistent income. And that investment strategy looks much different than the one who is looking for speculation, than the one who is chasing the highest rate of return. The reason that I tell this story is because it puts a real spin on what can take place. It's a worst case scenario, but it's real on what can take place if you are speculating in your retirement account. Your retirement investment strategy should be based around income, generating income, not just by the rate of return that you get in your stocks, but by the dividend yield that it produces, the coupon rate that your bond is paying, or even the type of income that your pension is generating. Now, if you don't have a pension, you need to get one. Well, how do you get a pension, Dale? How does that work? How do you buy a pension? The best way, if your company does not offer pensions, the best way to start looking at lifetime income, which is what a pension is, is by looking at the annuity contract. Doing that sooner rather than later is going to benefit you. It also allows you to walk away from the worry of the stock market. When you can insure your income, the rest of your investments become playchecks. There's a difference between your paycheck and your playcheck. Now, that theory comes to us from a gentleman named Tom Hegna, who's been doing this for many years. He's been coaching advisors who help retirees for many years. And Tom Hegna is famous for this paychecks and playchecks theory. This paycheck theory says, cover all of your bases with income that you need to make ends meet. And how do you do that? You do that by investing, not by speculating. If your advisor is speculating, you might need to look for a new advisor. But if you're truly investing in the market and you secure your income, you're going to be successful 
in your retirement plan. Now, I'm running out of time as I hear my tone to wrap up. But if I get one thing across this weekend, I want you to know that investing in the stock market is much different than speculating in the stock market. There's a lot of money right now speculating that things will go up or things will go down or, you know, we need to buy Zoom because it's the hottest thing out. Now, I'm not saying you can't have a piece of your money doing that type of work for you, but if the bulk or the majority of your money is doing that and you are close to retirement, you're setting yourself up for failure. There's a chance that you may boom, that you may actually double or triple your money and live a really awesome retirement. But there is a really high likelihood that you are actually driving your retirement 100 miles per hour in the wrong direction directly to a brick wall that will cause your money to vanish before your eyes. We want to make sure that doesn't happen. On top of that, it's impossible to retire on these growth type stocks, especially indexes that are designed to grow. It's impossible to retire on those without seeking dividend yield if you live any kind of long-term retirement. Now, we want you to live long, we want you to live happy, but we want you to make sure that you're not running out of money. We can help put a plan together for that. If we aren't the ones you're working with, make sure that your advisor is putting that plan together specifically for you and tailor-made for your situation. Until we talk again next weekend, always remember to save money, plan well, and live happy in retirement. Merry Christmas to you and your family. I hope that it's a great one. And may God bless you in this holiday season. Investment advisory services offered through AE Wealth Management, LLC. AE Wealth Management and Nordic Smothers Wealth Management are not affiliated entities. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Nordic Smothers Wealth Management is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Nordic Smothers Wealth Management. This radio show is a paid placement.